So, um, looks like there's a little tension in the shark tank. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. a literal shark tank or like you know the, the show shark, shark tank. tank the sharks. Yeah. So Mark Cuban says going woke is good business, mm. and Kevin O'Leary says that that's a bad take. Hmm. Um. So. I mean, I, I feel like we kind of know where we fall on this because we've talked about it before. But, like, I just found it interesting because, like, Mark Cuban's not an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, him saying that, like, definitely holds a little bit of merit. And he was like, there's a reason that all of these big companies are doing that. You know, like, there, it's not just a coincidence that all the huge companies do that every mm-hmm. every year. Um, just Which is what I found interesting. Um, and there was a pretty cool quote about... Uh, the CEOs that I thought um, most CEOs have enough experience to know just to wait out the news cycle until they go to the next one. So how much truth do you think there is in that? I think there's a lot of truth to that. Um, I've seen it happen with some things before where I guess in music, somebody will put something out and it'll get hor like, Playboy Cardi's whole lot of red when that first came out, nobody liked it. And, and then by like the end classic. of Yeah, by the end of that year, or after that album had been out for a year, everybody or most people had come around to it, the same people who were trashing it when it first dropped. So I, I do agree with that in a sense. It's even even some of the stuff Kanye does, it causes such an uproar at first and then later on it's it'll start to click for people, you know. Yeah. Um but Kevin O'Leary's thing, which is also a very fair point, is the point of a business is to like sell to everyone, take care of the customer and the employees and the shareholders, not educate people on social issues, which mm-hmm. um, is the take I think a lot of people t- um, take on it. But um, also, like, if you're seeing your like valuation in the market drop, like you're obviously pissing people off, like Bud Light and stuff like that, and those are your customers, so taking any one stand is kind of a bad idea because not everyone is going to agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I did, I really found the quote about the news cycle. Interesting. Like it's just going to pass, which is true. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, why is like, why does every big company do that? Is it to try to reach a young demographic or is it, is it, is there more like going on behind the scenes as far as like an agenda goes that we don't really know about in terms of, um, in terms of like them promoting social issues and stuff like that. And a majority of them being on the left side, like, mm. you know what I mean? Cause that is kind of the, that's the one that gets the most uproar. I feel like that we hear about, especially in pride month, mm-hmm. um, like target and bud, bud light. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. The more I thought about it, it's like why it why do they do that? And that's and Mark Cuban saying it's good business is like um the reason I think there is truth in that is like everybody's going to forget about this and the next news cycle will go on and they might have gained I think they might have gained people with it as opposed to the people they lost. But I don't know because people feel really strongly about it. And it seems like every single year it gets worse and worse as far as like how polarizing people are about it. One thing I think it could be is 
maybe the CEOs or whoever's behind these these strategic plans, maybe they think that the people they're appealing to by doing this kind of thing, they're going to go harder for that company versus somebody who goes there all the time but may not be talking about them, may not have social media or be talking about them on social media. So then, in a sense, you're, you are making that trade. You know, you might be losing you're one right. person, but you're gaining somebody who likely goes really hard for this one. And has a bigger outreach because it's... Um, Bud Light's a good example. Mm. Like, they lost a lot of, I think, like, older people. Um, but the younger people that may be more excited about it are going to reach out more on social media being excited about it. Also, like, I just think Bud Light knows, like... It was worth the risk because they're fucking Budweiser. So it's like, um, but I do find it hilarious now. Like um, in the grocery store, all the Budweisers are like Harley Davidson branded and mm. shit like that. And like all their commercials are like how American Budweiser is. And um, I just, I get a kick out of that because it's like, you can tell what they're doing. They're trying to uh, back, sh- <laughs> take a few steps back. Yeah. Backtrack um, on what they did. But. I went somewhere recently, and I can't remember where it was, but I remember hearing the only beers they had left were Bud Light. There was, and right. I just thought it was so. I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah. It, I don't know. I, it, I, I, I think I kind of already did a pretty good like rant Breakdown. on this, but yeah. of like just no. I don't really think anybody should care that much about anything, but. Um, I get that people do, so, yeah, I don't know. I just, interesting, Mark Cuban, man, I mean, dude's a pretty legendary businessman, saying, yeah. that, like, it's, you know, it's a good idea to mm-hmm. to do that, and I just don't think it should be brushed off as, like, oh, now he, now he, we lost him, he, you know, like, Who, Mark woke. Cuban? Yeah, like, I don't think it should be brushed off like that. Yeah, well, and like, I think, if you bring up, like, I mean, Bill Gates, he's super successful in the kind of stuff he has going on. A lot of people would raise their eyebrow at um, with, like, vaccine stuff and everything like that. But, yeah. but he's, a, he's a successful businessman. Look at all the right. money he has. So I don't yeah. – that doesn't come as a surprise to me too much. I do find it interesting that Kevin O'Leary was taking a stance that was sort of opposite of him. Um, but I actually – I just saw something recently – about Mark Cuban sort of going off. Do you have anything more to talk about on this in particular? No, if you have um, a segue, that's perfect. I don't know if you saw this. Joe Rogan had RFK Jr. on the podcast. Yeah, I did. I didn't talked. watch it yet, but I did see it. I think I, I've gotten about halfway through. It's it's pretty repetitive because it was a whole bunch of vaccine talk, at least the part I was listening <laughs> that's like, to. It's like what Joe Rogan's podcast is. It's just vaccine talk. Yeah, and supposedly RFK, his, his whole life has been – Maybe not his whole life, but he spent a ton of time. I think he put a book out and it sold 10 million copies the first week or some something crazy like that. Um, but anyways, he was coming on, talking a lot about the vaccines and stuff like that. And then I noticed on Twitter, maybe somebody had called out Joe Rogan for having him on and t- going so into depth about this one topic. And then Joe Rogan shot back and was like, I'll give you $100,000 if you come on my show and debate it. Like have an have an actual debate and talk about it, which I like the idea because I think the best way to counter bad speech is with good speech, especially when it comes to something that's science, right? Yeah. Um, 
And then after that happened, and I was just surprised to see it because I never see Rogan on Twitter or he because he always talks about how he'll post something and then go off of it. Right. Or, or unless he's promoting like a show or something like that. You think he was serious? I do. Well, and I don't know if you saw this. The stakes ended up being raised to like over a million dollars. People were piling on money to get this guy to come on to debate. Mm-hmm. And this guy he was making the offer to, um, he's a big vaccine guy. He's been doing it for years and years and years. So you you would have somebody, two good people, I would think, if you were using RFK and that guy, because you have somebody who's really in on it and somebody who's really anti that. Yeah. Um, but he's like, obviously, he's like a credentialed person that's yeah. arguing, or else Joe, like Joe Rogan, had no fucking injury. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what's cool about that is like, you you can. Uh, it's crazy how much like centered around controversy fucking Joe Rogan is. Like, dude's a fucking <laughs> the host of Fear Factor, you know. But mm-hmm. um, I, it's cool that he's not afraid to do that. You know, like he would too. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, as long as it's like an actually credentialed human being, like that could actually debate it, not just like some Twitter reply guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But wait, what does it have to do with Mark Cuban? So Mark Cuban came in once the stakes were being raised. Mark Cuban came in, or maybe he put out this long statement, sort of going at Joe Rogan and saying he was bullying this guy who he was inviting on, talking about how Rogan has all these producers and stuff, and it wouldn't really be a fair debate. Um, which I just f- I found kind of interesting because Rogan talks about how all the time it's really there's really not much to his podcast in particular, and he downs other podcasts that have such a big product like that are literally a production company. You've got yeah. microphones up and everything like that. So I don't know. I felt like some of the comments I was seeing Mark Cuban made. I felt like he was talking out of the side of his mouth and not maybe not knowing everything about like. Rogan's podcast or anything like that and I'm not standing up for Rogan I don't want it to sound like I'm standing up for him or anything but I just thought it was kind of interesting and Cuban also has the background of pharmaceuticals he's got his own I don't know the name of his company but I think his the company he has the motive of that company that he started recently is to try to lower yeah. prices of pharmaceuticals it's like good RX like it's something like, like that yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah which I, I I think that's a great idea because I'm not a big pharma fan I guess but yeah surprised Mark Cuban's never been on that show before. That's what I was just thinking about, too. Not sure why. Yeah. He I mean, seemed like a perfect a guest. Reason. Right? But, hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. But, yeah, it was just interesting to see that. I, I stumbled upon that by accident. I was looking up something else, and I just mm-hmm. saw that pop up, and I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, I guess. But That's all right. It's, I mean, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, it's cool, man. But uh, good Fridays episode thirty six. Thirty six. Who you got? The bus, baby. Ooh, Jerome Dr- Bettis. Jerome. Jerome's in the house. Uh, yeah, boy. Sean Taylor, rookie Sean Taylor. Whoa, now that's cool. I like legend. That. I like that. I did not know that. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. Thirty six. Willie Parker was thirty nine, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's we'll save that. that. <laughs> yeah. Put that one in the bank. Uh yeah, that's the only I I kind of thought about that last week. I was like thirty six. I got that one. Yeah, I, I was trying to think of some more today, but it didn't happen. What you been up to? Hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hung out over the weekend. Matt came down. Shout out Matt. Nice. Um, he uh, well actually did me on some points I made on here, which shows me he listens. So let's go shout out to him listening. Shout out Matt. Uh, also, I'll I'll walk back the one. 
I think I said the Strokes' first album was in 2006, which was wrong. It was in 2001. Ah. And he told me that, so. But, hey, that proves he listens, so I like I like hearing shit like that because it's like, you obviously listen because I forgot I said that, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he came down and we hung out, had a good time, then uh, did some chilling by myself because he left relatively early on Saturday and then Sunday just went up to Culpepper for Father's Day. Nice. Watched Breaking Bad with my dad. We're uh, we're finishing it up together. We're on like, oh, yeah. we're in like the fifth season. I forgot you were watching it. Yeah, we're in the last season, like halfway through. So we're in the thick, you know, like yeah. it's it's all it's heavy. Yeah, I could sit and talk about that show for like four hours, but I'd like to wait till at least I'm done. Yeah, and maybe I'll start screaming about how much I love <laughs> it. But um, but yeah, so that's been cool though. Um, it's been good for us because I feel like the only thing we ever watch together is like sports. So yeah, it's good to have like a show like, with a storyline that we watch and we talk about. So. I tried getting my dad into it, and I think it was just such a slow burner at start. And it, I think that's what got him. It was, just felt like it was dragging on the first few episodes. But once you, once you Dude, get past once that, you're in like episode like three, yeah, like that shit just takes off. Yeah, and you, it doesn't look back, which mm-hmm. is, um, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been one of the most fun shows I've watched for sure. So, yeah, almost done. I'll definitely do a, try to do like a no spoilers recap of how much I loved it when I'm done with it. Um, but yeah, so pretty low key weekend, but it was fun though. I can't say I did not have a great time. What year did you say that Strokes album came out? I said 2006, but it's 2001. So I was, where was I this weekend? I texted you a photo of a jukebox and it had their debut album in it. Oh, is that what? I didn't even see it. But it was black and white. Oh, fuck yeah. So they just printed it out. Um, this local bar in Rappahannock, that's where I was. Okay. I completely didn't even see that on the picture. I was like, I saw the Weezer album. I was oh, like, what the fuck? I, like, I was like, my man sent me a picture of a Weezer <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, though. That's well, cool. It got me hype when you said Matt brought it up, because I thought maybe you saw that, and then you were like, oh, picture of this. And then he's like, oh, you know yeah. what? You were No, he wrong. just said it. He was like. <laughs> that's cool. Because <laughs> he wants to come on, so but we'll have him on at some point. Yeah, but we yeah, got to bring he, him on. He had mentioned that, and I was like, fuck, you're right. I'm dumb. Because it was like kind of a thing. Because the original cut of that record had "New York City Cops" on it, which is a song kind of just making fun of the New York City police. But then it came out like right after nine eleven, so they had to pull mm. that. <laughs> you know, in the American release, they pulled that off of there because it's like, you know, timing. It's not yeah. not great. Yeah, at that point to put that song out. Um, but yeah, did you? What'd you do? Did you do anything for Father's Day? Let's see. Well, Friday, Friday was a. I kicked it off. Right, man. Four o'clock DM- appointment at the DMV Oof. was awesome. Right after work, <laughs> it was nice because it was an appointment. Oh yeah, that is nice that they started doing. Yeah, that, that is nice. So I literally walked in. There was one lady because they had the appointment line and then the walk-in line. So I checked in on my phone and then right away they called my number. Damn. I was like, "Let's go." We're living in a new era of the DMV. Yeah, man. dude, it's awesome. I I wish, I just wish it didn't take the pandemic for them to make that switch <laughs> yeah fair but hey we're here it's we're great here. we got that's a lot great. of life left so that's right that's good so after that um went home we ended sierra and i ended up meeting mom and dad uh we went out did a little wine tasting at this this bar place i was talking about and then after that we got some pizza so that was nice and then what did we do saturday i'm blanking on saturday must have, yeah, we went, or I went grocery shopping Saturday morning and then had a little fire, burned a little bit of brush, not a, not a whole lot, just because it's, uh, 
not the best time to be burning brush. And then Sunday, we celebrated my dad's birthday last weekend. So he went to have brunch with my brother and his fiance in the morning. Oh, nice. And then by the time he got back in the evening, I don't think he was feeling too well. So he sort of rested the rest of the evening. But it was a good weekend. And then work's been work's been solid this week. I'm taking off Friday. We're going down to uh, Mount Solon for a music festival down below uh, Harrisonburg. Oh, cool. That one we camp out at. Yeah, yeah. You've been to that one before, right? Yeah, this yeah. will be our third year. Um, but it, it's fun. I think I think mom and dad are going on Thursday to get the spot. They got they have a great spot picked out, and they try to be one of the first ones there to get it. Um, do that, and then. I think Sierra and I are probably going to go down midday on Friday, nice. take our time in the morning, but should be good. Hell you doing yeah. anything this weekend? I'm going to Baltimore on Thursday for a concert with uh, Matt and Ben, so that'll be fun, a little little boys trip to Baltimore. I've never seen Matt's place before, so oh, that'll okay. be cool. Um, Who are you seeing? Les Claypool, huh. bass player with, a, with his band. Um, they're doing a tour, and they're covering the entirety of Pink Floyd Animals, the album Animals. Wow. And then like also a set of like their own stuff, but it should be pretty uh pretty bizarre. Wait, like, so he's playing the entire album yeah, front to back. and then doing yeah. a separate set? Yeah, I think wow. so. I How think long is that album? Uh it's like forty five minutes, Damn. I guess. Um I think. I don't really know off yeah. the top of my head, but I don't I never think listened. it's much longer than that. Um yeah, I haven't listened to it in a, a long time and I think I'm just gonna leave it that way and mm-hmm. kinda <laughs> You know, redo it when yeah. I when I go there, but that'll be cool. I mean, that shit's always fun. But that's on Thursday, so I don't really know. After that, it's a open season, I guess, as far as whatever else is going on. Dude, we've been getting some rain. Fuck, it's been I know. nice. Yeah. Have you gotten any down here? Yeah, I mean, I also okay. Uh, pivot off of this a little bit. Don't you feel like when we were kids, we used to get longer thunderstorms than we do now? Yeah. Don't all thunderstorms feel like they just last like 30 seconds what what is that fucking climate change or (laughs) i think it's i don't i would i don't think it's climate change i think it's um i think it i think it's just scattered storms i feel like scattered storms have always sort of been a thing but i i do remember where it would be like a whole saturday afternoon would just be thunderstorms that just doesn't happen anymore no it well it's been super dry we haven't had a lot of rain this summer that's fair but i mean april we had one of the driest Aprils in the last five years, I think. But I don't even mean just now. Like I'm talking like all through college. Like I just don't remember that being a thing like I used to when it was when we were kids. Yeah, I don't. I don't think summers. You're you're most likely going to have shorter thunderstorms and stuff like that versus an all like an all day storm. I feel like in the fall is when you get those long those long steady rains oh, where it's I not love real that hard. Shit, man. Yeah, it's like I mean. Not all the time, but it's it just makes like being inside so cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess we get rainy days. I don't know. I just feel like thunderstorms used to last longer, and we're they're like getting really small now. But could also just be a a change in our perception of them from being because when we're smaller, everything seems bigger, and every se- you know what I'm saying. Like it's fair. Everything isn't what it seems. I feel like or everything. How do I say that? Everything seems bigger than what it actually is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess there's probably some of that, but I don't know, man. I just feel like 
every time nowadays I hear thunder, it's just like one or two. You like hear it a couple times, see some lightning, and then it's just done. Back in the day, it used to last like hours. Hmm. But I don't know. It's an ongoing investigation. Have you had hail here? Uh, Like recently? Yeah. Like here? No. I haven't hmm. seen hail since I was a kid. But Really? Yeah. Um, that would be terrifying, though, like big-ass hail. Like sometimes they're like... <laughs> golf ball shit, Yeah, it's like size of a fucking golf ball, dude. Like that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Your car gets all fucked up, man. That would suck. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would hate that. But I don't even really remember that ever happening. Maybe like once or twice when I was a kid. Really? What... Do you know how that works? No, something. I don't know if as to if it's cold. If it's it's like a changing of warm and cold on its way down. Yeah, it like goes down and then like comes back up, evaporate. You know, and then like builds layers on itself. I should I don't know because yeah. I definitely took enough science classes where I would have learned that, but right. I didn't. That wasn't what I was focused Call on. Call Elliot, I guess. dude. He would fucking. Ooh, know. shout uh, out Elliot. He D. D. Fogger. Yeah, let's go. He would know, dude. Um. No, I remember when I was younger, my parents had, I don't know if it was a birthday party or what it was, but there were a lot of people at our house for some kind of event. And I had some kids my age that were there, and some cousins or something like that, and there was a hailstorm, and it popped up, or a thunderstorm that had hail, so everybody ran inside. And I think after the storm stopped, all the the hail was still on the ground. Right. So we were just running around having a hail fight, throwing ice at each other, <laughs> running through the playground and everything. Just classic kids shit. That's man. a vivid memory that I have. That's pretty wild. But even even the the little storm we got yesterday at our house, I saw some people talking about other areas in our little town um, or city, quote unquote. They were saying they were getting hail yesterday, but I didn't see any yesterday. The rain they were nice size raindrops, but no drop tops. All right, let's see. I'm trying to... T- I want to see what, like, the biggest recorded, like, hail is. Mm, like probably size. softball size. That's oh, my guess. No <laughs> Grapefruit, dude. That Okay, yeah, so softball, grapefruit. CD or DVD? That's big, dude. <laughs> fucking five inches diameter. That's big. Falling out of the fucking sky, dude. Yeah, fuck if that. If you're outside, you're probably getting a concussion. Easy, dude. I would think. And your car is fucked. Your car is yeah. done for if you leave it out there. Huh. I mean, anything. Like, anything. Golf ball it even. Oh, God. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> that's, so, that's so scary. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm out on hail. hail. I disavow hail from this podcast. Hail can never come on this podcast. Hmm. Do they still say hail to the commanders? <laughs> oh, 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 like the football team? Yeah. You're just talking about, like, I don't know. Just in general? Um, yeah. In, in football? Because it no. used to be HTTR. I don't know, because I know at one point when they were picking the new name, they were thinking about they wanted to keep it an R word so that they could keep that. Um, <laughs> uh I don't know. I hope not. That's stupid. I don't, no, because I remember, they must not, but I remember seeing a, a music video promo, some rapper, and the video was like, left hand up, who are we, the commanders, or, some, or right hand up, who are we, the commanders. So I wonder if they just took that and got rid of the HTTR song. Yeah, yeah. That le- I think it's left hand up. 
Left something like that. I think that that was like a big thing for them. It was a big meme. Yeah. Hilarious. But um that team should get a new name, right? I mean, the Commanders. I think I wish they team. kept it at football team to be yeah, honest. It was I, I, yeah. It was classy. Yeah, and it was unique. Yes. There were there's no other team that had yeah. and that was just their Do you have any football name. team merch? Do I? No. I should have got some, dude. That would have been tight. Actually, I don't know if I got a shirt. We did a a Secret Santa one year with Sierra's family, mm. and somebody got me a, a Washington shirt. I don't know if it was if they were the it was probably yet. Commanders because if it was football team, I probably would be repping it. But yeah. well, no, that's not true because I was disavowing Dan Snyder and wasn't doing anything. Oh, there you go. So pockets. you're back in now, right? I'm back in now. So you're back to being a Washington football fan. Yes. Give him a chance. Yes. That's well, cool. once the deal's finalized, I don't think it's been finalized yet. I think technically he's still in his seat. Yeah, but I think it's almost like they're working sure out thing. numbers. Yeah, I think it's like I don't think there's any going back from where they are now. That's right. Um, but yeah, there's probably a lot of people like that, man. I mean, that was a great franchise that he just drove into the fucking ground. To the dirt. I mean, he made it more profitable than it was when he took over. I think so. He made money on the team. He made a lot of money. Dude. Yeah, and he didn't do shit. <laughs> Except make a bunch of fans really not like him. Yeah. I um, mean, the same is true for Jordan, man. That boy sold the the Hornets. He bought them for two seventy five million and sold them for three billion dollars and they never won anything. Like, that's pretty crazy, dude. Yeah, I know we we mentioned that a, a while ago when maybe when he was first opening the idea of selling the team, how much he wanted to get for it and how much he bought for it, but yeah, we did talk about that. Did you see who became a part owner? No. J. Cole. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So I don't know. I mean, it's probably not a majority stake. No, I doubt. I'm sure he's kind of just. I don't know if he's got the Boku bucks like that, but. Uh, or the time. Or the majority, time. To be a majority owner. Like, you got to have time for that. Yeah. Um, That's cool, though. That's. I mean, I feel like that's probably like every kid from his uh area's dream, you know, to fucking be a big part of the. Uh, Hornets like that, so that's cool. Your local team, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Did you see uh, Bradley Beal to Phoenix Suns? I did see that. Um, that hurt. Oh yeah, fuck! I kind of forgot you. <laughs> yeah, that hurt. <laughs> and we got Chris Paul. Oh god, that, that really <laughs> that hurt. Hurts even worse. <laughs> There's just something like so hilarious about Chris Paul, and I just can't figure it out, but. For some reason, that dude just cracks me up. I think it's it's become a popular thing to hate on him, like, the last two years. Yeah. Like, people just taking a crap on his career, I feel like. Because yeah. he's never won a championship. True. It's all, I mean, that's that's just what happens, I feel like. Mm -hmm. if you're really fucking good at a sport, but don't win a championship. Like, people are just going to shit on you. Mm -hmm. um, including me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I guess fuck. my thing with the trade, I'm going to miss Bradley Beal. Uh, that being said, I put $5 on the Phoenix Suns to win next year. Oh, back into sports betting. Yep. What? It pays out like 30 I think. Hell so. yeah, boy. Pretty good. <laughs> I made sure to let Sierra know, so I wasn't secretly gambling all of our money away. <laughs> but $5, that's not bad. Damn, um, is that your biggest bet ever? No, nah, I think I've the last Super Bowl, I put maybe 15 total on, on some side bets and stuff, but... Yeah, I, I just feel like Washington sports are notorious for grabbing players at the end of their career. And I don't understand why they seem to do that. Mm. Michael Jordan. Mm. Albert Hainsworth. Mm. Alex Smith. Oh. 
We don't know. Chris Paul. Alex Smith, you don't know. He could add some good. Ty Lawson, Drew Gooden. The Wizards, like the last few years, have had players on their last leg. And I feel like I'm praying for the best with Chris Paul, but I don't know, man. I don't even know what our, the rest of our roster looks like at this point. Corey Kispert. Yeah, he's been <laughs> playing well. Even um, the guy from UVA, what's his name? Uh, Anthony Gill. Hmm. He got some good minutes the last this past season. Maybe the season before, too, but that's been cool to see. I think there's another UVA player on our G League team or something like that. But um, I saw the U.S. men's national team has been playing soccer. Oh, Have yeah. Have you seen that They at just all? won something. Some kind of, like, Some tournament. championship? Yeah. Some tournament championship or something? And the World Cup's coming here next year, right? Or next next time it's The next comes, term, right? Yeah. Damn, dude. It's time. You going to go? Um, I don't know where, though. Yes. <laughs> so do they have to play all the games in this country? Yeah, so, so they'll probably all, be scattered out. It's all over the place. Probably Atlanta, D.C., Florida, probably. Yeah. L.A. L.A., definitely. Wherever the MLS Texas. Probably yeah, Texas you're probably right. Maybe maybe New York? I don't New know. New York, probably. Yeah. But I think they beat, they beat Mexico the other night. And then they beat Canada to win the title. Yeah, I mean, we're, like, actually good, which is cool. And... The World Cup being here, like, I definitely do want to go because, like, we're getting a chance to see, like, a really sick soccer environment with, like, an actually good team, you know? Like, it wouldn't be like if we're just a fucking joke mm-hmm. and we go and, like, get, you know, just destroyed. But, like, I don't know. Like, international soccer games just feel like they have the best environments. So, um, getting the chance to be a part of that, I feel like, would be really, really cool. Yeah, it's one of those um, it's one of those events where anything can happen, right? You know, and even because the women's World Cup was going on when we were when we were recording earlier on in our podcast, I remember mm-hmm. talking about that. That was a, we watched a game here. I think just it feels like every game when it's your team, it feels like every game's a Super Bowl almost. You know, yeah, yeah, and it's such a big deal. And uh, the men suck at soccer, so like it's cool when they're kind of good, like, right? The women have won it all, which is even, like, you know, incredible. Um, <coughs> it's cool to see, like, we're actually, like, building something on mm-hmm. the men's side. Um, but, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, I'm going to go. That's enough time. I got enough time to prep for that. Yeah, I think that I think that'd be a ton of fun. Yeah. I'm definitely trying to do that. Um, they got to have one close by. Shit, maybe North Carolina. They might do something down there. Mm, maybe. D.C., though. D.C. for think. sure. I don't know where they're gonna play. Also, be kind of fun to take, like, make it out like a vacation, you know, destination, go somewhere cool. Yeah, that would be been cool. before. That's sort of like what we do for the final or the NCAA tournament. Yeah, like that idea: go somewhere you haven't been before and kind of experience that city, and then make a little trip out of it. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Fuck yeah. You texted me earlier about some. Uh, essential summertime songs has that been something you've been thinking about lately yeah i saw um i don't know if i saw somebody talking about this or what but it was you have a summertime playlist what are like one to three essential songs that fit summer for you all right how do you want to do this you got some no oh (laughs) i I texted you and then i got home and our power was out i'm like man i don't (laughs) So I'm going to try to think of something off the top of my head. I mean, my first one, 
uh, Slide by Calvin Harris with the Migos on it. That song, whenever I hear that, I, it teleports me to summertime. Okay. Um, that's my first one. I'll do a country song and hit him with probably some Kenny Chesney with some Floribama. Mm. That's a good summer song for me. And then let's go. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna wait on this third one. You have any? Uh, yeah. Um, that TV girl song, "Birds Don't Sing." Oh yeah, that's that is really fucking good. Um, I wouldn't. I I'm just thinking about like when I go to the beach, like what songs I'm like upset if I finish the beach trip and I'm like, fuck, I forgot to listen to that. Mm. Oh, that um, Sedona Hound's Mouth, which you showed me that. Um, that is. Anytime I go to the beach, uh, when I'm like five minutes out, I play that to get like the final five minutes of the drive. Yeah. So you like pull into your house or condo or whatever with that shit finishing up. So that for sure. And then um, Good Times Are Killing Me, Modest Mouse. Ooh. That shit is, I, I can't, you know what I mean? It's like, again, like I can't do a beach trip and if I am like not hear that at least once. So those are my that's my big three. Those are good. My third one, I'm gonna go with um shoot man, summertime. Right now I've been on Believe What I Say off Donda. That song, the, oh, the Lauren Hill go. sample. It's just I like the bounce and that's a good that's a good windows down song. Um that song I, is so good. It's fun, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it is fun is a great word to describe it. It is a lot of fun. But yeah, I was um I meant to throw up a poll to see if we could get some audience members to feed some songs to us to summertime check out, songs. But with the power out, I was all in a fluster no, before I, get I got it, over bro. here. If, my, if I came on my power was out, I'd be fucking I'd cancel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. But yeah, that's too much to deal with. Maybe we'll throw one up over the weekend since yeah. now that's out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, I love like, I mean, like I have the beach playlist that I curated over some time with Matt and Ben and Jason that's like 15 or 16 hours long. Um, but there's still like it, within that there's just like little like couple little gems that you're mm. just like this has to play like while I'm full on summer mode whether that's like at the beach or just like at the pool or something um i've always found a cool like it's only happened to me a couple of times but like you have a specific season or time of day associated with a song and you talk to someone else about it and then it's like they have like a completely mm-hmm. fucking different mm-hmm. um you know like it's like oh this song makes me think of like 95 degrees on the beach having a corona and then and they're like this makes me think of like drinking hot chocolate you know and like bundled up in the winter um yeah, i don't i don't really have a point of this i'm saying that's a cool yeah. thing that can happen with music i feel like like or any kind of art i guess mm-hmm. People digest it differently. In it. Yeah, and whatever environment in they're in, when it really hits them the hardest, like that's probably what's gonna, you know, stick mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was going through a time. I've talked about the song "Ghost Town" on here before. Um, listening to it with the windows down, with the sun setting and stuff. But there was a brief time 
after college when I was at the first job I had after college driving in with the sunrise mm. I would play the the Sunday service version of that song and at the end it has yay doing like an excerpt where he's just talking and right. then he's slowly rhyming and stuff and that was one I was listening to that every morning for like three weeks right or maybe two weeks or something like that with the, with the sunrise yeah just because I liked it dude I, okay. I just think that's such a beautiful song but um I've gone through a, a phase where that was my last song of a beach road trip mm. um which is cool I got that yeah. I got that um concept Matt showed me that we went to the beach and he said he always plays the first strokes album when we're like 25 minutes out because or 30 minutes out because it's kind of a short album um I was like, "Fuck! I'm trying to start doing some shit like that," you know, because then it like it sets the tone. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you get there, you like you're like five minutes out. You're like, "All right, it's time," and then you listen to that, and then you're there, and you're just like, "All right, I'm ready to vacation for the." <laughs> it's know, the however long. It's the sequencing too, that with that it's an album, so the the sequence never changes. But right. even if you have a playlist, like every week on Good Radio, I strategically put my ten songs in there to try to. Oh, so yeah, to listen in a yeah. certain order. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I didn't Maybe think I you did. No, I don't. I just, I just, uh, for me, like good radio is just like. So the first ones I put are like anything I've like discovered or kind of I guess rediscovered because mm-hmm. it's not always like stuff I've heard for the first time, but like something I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that song. Like that's like the first five, and then I kind of just like kind of go off whatever else I've been listening to lately. But mm-hmm. there's no order. But maybe I should start. I could listen to the whole thing in order. I like it because it makes. There hasn't been. I've been. Most of the history of me making my playlist, there hasn't. I haven't had a set playlist or a set set list. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sequenced out how I intended to be. But with the good radio, it gives me 10 songs. And it's really not that. So once I get my 10 songs, I throw them on there in a mix and then I'll listen to them. And try to pick up the the transition, like how yeah. one song fades out, how another song, how another song starts, and I try to fit those together as best I can. Damn, um, it's fun, and it's a, it's a little, it makes my brain work. Right, it's a little exercise, I think, because yeah. it makes me try to pay attention and pick up on certain sounds. Um, but that's something I really enjoy doing, and I'm trying to make, I'm trying to do more of an effort, because like you said, a 16 hour playlist, you've got gems in there, mm-hmm. but if you're just hitting shuffle you might not hear those gems. So right. that's that's sort of another reason why I had to go through and I kept a couple playlists that I had built up for a long time, but I don't know. I felt like I would hide a song in a playlist hoping to hear it if I throw it on shuffle and then eventually I'd forget about it until eventually it would pop up. Yeah. But now I'm trying to be more selective with my playlist or just go through and purge stuff that I've I hear every time I hit shuffle, you know, because mm-hmm. Spotify does that for me sometimes oh, where yeah. I'll shuffle yeah. playlists and I'll hear the first 10 songs are songs I've been listening to for like the past month, you know. Yeah, there's I definitely to like new stuff. Shuffle isn't random. Yeah, it's definitely right. like a there's like things happening when you hit shuffle. Algorithm. Yeah. But. But I also liked how you said how music can. You can have two. Com- you can take two completely different meanings from one song. Like you can feel a way about a song because of how you listen to it or when you listen to it the most and then somebody else have a completely different thing. I sort of, music is one of the first questions I ask somebody, like an icebreaker, is, oh, yeah. you know, what's your name? Where are you from? Yeah. Um, we have a group of interns that work this summer, so I've been getting to know them a little bit. Right. Um, 
And usually my second or third question is what kind of music you listen to. Because yeah. I feel like I can tell a lot about somebody based on what they listen to. Even if it's some stuff I don't know about. Because right. then it gives me a chance to find some new artists or find some new songs that other yeah. people are listening and to. generally, I feel like people enjoy talking about music that they listen to. Um, which is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I know you've said it before where it's like when somebody asks you that, it's your turn to sort of flaunt your music taste off because everybody thinks they have the best music ta- or yeah, best taste. Yeah, most of music. people. Yeah, you know, most people do. Yeah, um, it's just I like seeing people get passionate about their music taste. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's always like kind of a weird dance of like, at least for me, sometimes it's like saying like, "Have you heard of this?" Without being like sounding like a douchebag but or also pretentious like, or something yeah but yeah. like i'm actually like curious you know it's like actually have you ever heard of this before like just so i know how much detail because i don't want to sit there and fucking explain how this band makes music and you're like mm-hmm. oh dude i listen to like i've heard their songs before but yeah i don't know but that might just be me thinking overthinking a conversation about it but um i've asked that same question and i get that same feeling where like i'm not trying to you don't want to be I'm that not, guy. I'm not coming off as like, you're stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm literally just asking because I don't want to give you a 30-minute presentation on how much I love comedy <laughs> yeah, and, then and you've like, never heard nah, of them. Hey. You know what I mean? Yeah, or vice versa. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, yeah, man, like, this album is, like, so fucking good and, like, this song and this song. And they're like, no, like, I know. Like, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> then it's like, okay, well, sorry for wasting your time. But, yeah, it's tough. Or they're just not, they're just not into music like I am, too. And yeah, then that's a yeah, weird thing. Yeah. It's like... I read books, you listen to music, you know? Yeah, that's 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 the thing, too. Some people just don't care as much, I guess. But, which, you know, I always th- think about it like, yeah, I definitely, like, you could definitely listen to more music. You know, like, if somebody's like, I'm not that into it, but, like, I could definitely read more books. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it's kind of a trade-off, I guess. But Dude, I'm trying to read some books. <laughs> Yeah, I've been saying that for the past I know, <laughs> bro. six years, dude. I've I've got three books in my Amazon cart right now. Okay. That I added uh, earlier today because I'm trying to make an effort. Plus, they're plus they're just nice to have around. Books. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. If it's a if it's a nice book, right? Yeah, it can double its decor. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Or a coffee table piece or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but. If I do get these three books, I'm going to read them before I put them out. Because somebody's going to say, oh, you read this? Oh. I can't be like, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so that's I have to, tough. Like, I've got to do that. Lay, lay it out there. Yeah, but the, the first one, and I think I texted you earlier. I was listening to the, the Jack Harlow, Rick Rubin oh, podcast, yeah. podcast yeah. interview. Have you had a chance to listen no. to that? It was pretty good. I don't want to go too much into it, but um, they mentioned – three different books oh and those are the three books in your car yeah jack mentioned rick rubin's book and i think you mentioned that to me before i don't know if you've do you I have actually that? no i didn't know he wrote a book so you, oh. it must have been someone else who oh, told okay. you that but i guarantee it's interesting sounds interesting it has it's, to be it's called the creative act a way of being by rick rubin yeah that's probably really good um and then another one is how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie that sounded like an interesting book um and then this is more of a coffee table piece. Rolling Stone, 500 greatest albums of all time. I know we've talked about Rolling Stone and how it's just a 
media company and it's just their opinion and stuff it's like that. It's still cool but, to have to flip through. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it's cool to have on your... I like that. Well, the one, and the reason that I sort of... Jack was talking about how that book, he has it, and he would just flip it open to a random album and go listen to it. Yeah, that's And I cool. like that. And yeah. Instead of... Instead of... Because what's the alternative? If you're trying to find new music, you're either going to go through people's music pages on whatever platform you listen on, mm-hmm. or you're going to you're going to find that same thing online somewhere. And if you can have, I just think it'd be a cool coffee table piece too. Yeah. Um, and my little, I'm starting to get my, I brought my record player upstairs in the studio. So I'm starting to curate a little more of a listening space nice. with that too. So, but uh, good interview. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, for sure. I, I bet that's good. So I've been like, this is like some self-reflection. So a little bit of a pivot, but, I've recently come to like find that I'm more impatient than I thought I was, but I don't think of it as in a, in a way of like irritability. Irritability. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I get anxious fast when like things are taking a long time, which I used to always like. I don't know, like question more, but recently I've started to just kind of chalk it up as like I think I'm just kind of an impatient person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um. I, like, I never considered that before because I always, like, think of impatient, like, being someone who's, like, super irritable and, like, you know, like, just gets pissed off when things take a long time because I don't get that way. But I can definitely get, like, anxi- anxiety starts coming over, like, when things aren't moving fast or, like, there's a long line at the fucking store mm-hmm. or something. And I'm like, fuck, I need to get out of here. Like, <laughs> I've definitely, like, had s- items at a store went to the line and it was super long and I'm just like, fuck it. I'm putting it back. I'm not doing this shit. And I just leave, you know, uh. like, and I would always, I never really knew what that was, but the more I thought about it, it's like, that's just being impatient, <laughs> you know? So, um, you feel like you've always been like that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, and I just never really knew what to call it, you know, or like, or I'll like pull into a fast food place and the line's like super long and I don't have anything to do because, like, there's a difference. Like, being in a rush is, like, a thing when mm-hmm. you have a reason to. But, like, I'll pull into a drive-thru and the line's super long. And then I just, like, I'm, like, fuck no. Like, I start, like, freaking out. And I just leave. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, but I don't, I'm not, like, mad. I'm just, like, I don't know. I'm, like, scared to get mad about it, I guess. So I'm, like, but it's still impatient. Yeah. Um. This is I again don't really have a point. I just have I got this, like yeah, um, yeah. revelation. I guess yeah. Uh, recently, it's like I damn. I kind of am impatient on some shit. Like I start getting like really antsy when things aren't moving super quick. Empty your mind. Yeah. Be formless, shapeless, oh. like you, water. Well, you read a fucking fortune cookie. <laughs> water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. You know who said that? No, Bruce Lee. Ah, I like that. And that makes me think of the song of Jesus King Water. Mm. So I've, I heard somebody, I've heard that quote since I was little. Like I've, I've heard it, right. ep- excerpts or snippets of it. And then I heard it again recently last week. And I've been trying to keep that fresh in my mind. So in situations like that, take a breath and just imagine water sort of, sort of crashing, maybe not even crashing on my shoulder or off my shoulders, but like. Being formless, everything just rolls off your back. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, so, that's like that. That is like the way to be. You right. Because um, 
because water's going to move and you really can't stop it. Right. So if you're going to get worked up, it's not going to be, the water is not going to be smooth. It's still going to happen, but it's, it's going to be, be harder. Smooth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, man, I mean, j- just like the idea of like, um, not allowing things to, uh, external forces to like fuck up your day. That's like such an important, like, spiritual mental mental thing to think about because like that spans like all religion anything you know like just that idea of like control what you can control and yes like plan for your future and stuff but man you gotta you gotta know when to just let things roll off you you know um and not get worked up mm-hmm. uh and and i feel like it's super hard to as easy as it sounds, like that's a really hard thing to grasp. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's like your job or like personal stuff happening, but yeah, I like that quote. Did you just did you look that up or did you just have it? I didn't have it off top, off oh, okay. off dome, <laughs> off my helmet. Um, but it was something like I said, it was something I heard either last week or the week before, and yeah. I've been actively trying to have that. Think about it. Yeah, just be water. Yeah flow like water that's sort of the thing i had but even when i was younger with my faith i would sort of i had the saying let go and let god or i took that maybe from sierra's aunt or something i heard right. it and i was like that's the same thing yeah you know it's and it's just having that sense of you know you're on a path you're being guided whether you're whether you have faith and religion or spiritually or or yeah. something along those lines you are on a path and you do have a destination. Yeah. And getting worked up in situations like you're talking about, it's already written. You know what I mean? You already, your path is already there for you. You just got to walk it. Everything that's happening to you is going to happen to you. Right. Um, and, and yeah. And then where, where it gets, where you can branch off into different religious tracks and stuff is like, uh, Christianity is obviously more of like an external, and then, like, more, like, down the Buddhism route is it's more of, like, this internal mm-hmm. um, state of being. But either way, like, let go of, like, God is, like, the same thing as, like, you know, this understanding of, like, meditation and just allowing these things to kind of come and go that don't really matter that much. Um, it's just a, you know, at that point, it's a technicality of who you look to. Mm-hmm. And there's no right or wrong answer at that point. It's just, like, I don't know. Like, that's why um, religion is, like, becoming more and more interesting to me, just, like, as a whole. Um, just because it's, like, you know, just, like, concept, like, high-level concepts like that, how they kind of are the same for everything. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not saying every religion is exactly the same, but, like, at a high level, like, some of the concepts are, uh, there's crossover, more so than maybe you would think just thinking, like, when you think Christianity and Buddhism, you don't think, like, there's any crossover, but, like some of these like high level ideas kind of appear like make themselves apparent in both i feel like yeah i feel like within all religion you are acknowledging a higher power of some sort yeah and whether it's external or internal or both you know it's just like that's where it where you tracked off and um which is why it's like super important to have like a freedom of religion and you know find out that shit whatever um brings you the most enlightenment personally um but at the same time that's like you should never like shun someone for being 
too religious, right? You know, um, which I feel like is something that like Christianity gets a lot of because it's like, oh, they're being like too religious right now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I mean, if we don't like this is uh, a Rain Wilson quote, you know, Dwight from The Office, uh, like if we don't as like a society like become more comfortable with spirituality and all of that, like we're fucking doomed, man. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be, everybody has to be a Christian or everybody has to be a Buddha Buddhism. But like if we don't get more comfortable and like apply ourselves more with that, those concepts, like we're not getting anywhere, you know, like we're probably stuck, <laughs> which I agree with. Like, I'm not saying everybody has to be an expert and I'm definitely not saying I'm an expert, but it's like, um, you know, just like starting to think about that, I feel like it's something that we kind of have to start <laughs> doing, you know, just as people, because it's like, otherwise, we're going to get kind of swallowed up by, I don't know. Like yeah, AI. I think, um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. I think, I just think with religion, there's structure. Um, yeah. And then from there, you can sort of go on the path of like, well, if you look at Christianity, how broad that is, you have some people who are to the book and then you have some people who are sort of adopting new things to bring into Christianity that are different from what it originally rooted from. Um, and then what I thought it was interesting what you said about how you feel like Christianity gets the brunt of a lot of that. It gets the most hate out of most religions. I feel like at least, but it was interesting to hear you say that. Yeah. And I don't, I, I can't speak globally or historically. Like, I can just speak from what I see. Like, yeah. the idea of someone being like, oh, hey, man, like, take it easy is usually someone being very, like, Christian. And, and yeah, like, people can get too pushy with it trying to spread it on upon others. But, like, um, because then there's a threshold you cross of spreading the word and spreading, like, love and joy to being like this I'm right you're wrong type attitude right so there is a threshold so like there is like merit in people saying like oh well you know I used to be friends with this person but they got too religious so you know I stopped hanging out with them what's scary is like when you know maybe that person just kind of isn't really pushing it on you but you're still uncomfortable with the fact that they are like you know have conversations about uh, God or whatever mm-hmm. you know um, and that's bad because like you shouldn't like be uncomfortable talking about that with someone um, you can be uncomfortable if they start pushing it on you and you say hey like not for me or like not right now and they continue to do it like then it, it you know that's mm-hmm. very merited to be uncomfortable so but yeah I just uh, I feel like Christianity can definitely get like the like, oh, hey, chill out, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, um, and and I think it's just because, like you said, there's, I don't know. Because, like, I also think that Christianity, at like, for the older generations, was more of a, uh, again, I don't want to say universal, but that's, like, a word I'm, that's coming to mind. Like, them and all their people around them grew up that way, right? Um, it was it was heavily accepted in those days compared yeah, to yeah. now. And like, I think like this idea of like saying a prayer before you eat 
Like, that's kind of weird for someone who never went to church as a kid. And, like, that can almost feel like, oh, you're forcing your religion on me. But at that point, I I don't really personally feel that way because it's like you don't have to be. I don't know, because you can still take whatever you want from this. Like, you can thank whatever you want for this food that we're eating. Like, that's not a bad thing to be thankful for. Even if it's within yourself, you're thinking, like, thank me for, you know, whatever. Just being grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that, cons- again, high-level concept. Um, that shouldn't be something that's like, oh, this is a little too religious for me. I'm a little uncomfortable, you know? Um, and I guess that's what I mean when I say, like, we need to get comfortable with, like, spirituality and, like, I, I don't know. Like, I grew up saying, like, prayers before eating. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore. But, like, it doesn't make me feel weird when I, you know, I'm asked to at home or if I'm in another household that would like to do it that way. Like Thanksgiving dinner. Like, if that's where I always saw it a lot. I mean, we would do it in our house. But when right. we would go to those big family gatherings, everybody everybody was together. And then we'd pray for the food, pray for everybody who traveled, pray for everybody to make it home safely, right. wherever they're coming from, different things like that. Pray for our lost ones who, whoever passed away that year, different things like that, you know? Yeah. And I, I just feel like you cannot want to do that in your life. Like you cannot want to, like, that's okay to not want to be a Christian, you know, but it's like just these concepts of like gratefulness and uh, thinking about people who have passed and like, I don't know. Prayer in general is like prayer is more asking, not asking like communicating with an external thing. And meditation is like communicating with like this internal spirit that's within you, you know? And while like there is a lot more differences than just that, like I just feel like if you're comfortable with one, you can be comfortable with all of it. You can be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Would you say, have you ever had a feeling, because it sounds like you've sort of been slowly going away from, we'll just say Christianity in general. Yeah. Um, from throughout your life, have you ever had a feeling where you felt like you were talking to God in, in any instance? Um, Whether you were praying or just... I don't know. I mean, I feel like not really. I think that's where for me the kind of uh bridge is is like this external thing versus more thinking more internal um that's kind of where i'm at where it's like i'm not fully like in on the idea of like communicating with an external um but i don't i don't think it's like i also like think it's you know like god isn't just like some old dude with a big white beard you know what i mean like it's like there is a connection between like an external connection between human beings i do think so that's where it's kind of i come back in a little bit to it um but i feel like for me it's always been more what i've been more interested in is trying to find like enlightenment and stuff like that like in the like within you know uh and like i said i'm not a fucking religion expert (laughs) like i don't really even know what i'm talking about but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to like, 
I do like I guess the first point of this was like I am trying to learn more about it I think um, both like any tract of religion just to kind of get a better grasp of like what it really means because um, mm-hmm. like if you quizzed me on the different types of Christianity I would get a zero out of whatever like I couldn't tell you what the difference between Baptist and um, Catholic like I, I couldn't tell you like the real differences mm-hmm. of like what the faith itself is um because it is a big spectrum, right? You know, it's all it's all under the same umbrella, but it's a huge spectrum. Yeah, it's a really, especially. Well, I just know with Christianity, it's I mean, it's huge. From what I see, the Catholic faith is seen as one of the most prestigious because if you're Catholic, you're supposed to be the most by the book, right? The Word of God, you do. There's so much that goes into it other than just going to church on Sunday, depending on right. what kind of Catholic you are. Yeah, yeah. And um, see, like, I, I'm not a huge fan of that because I don't think just because you don't go to church on Sundays or read the Bible, like, but you still consider, like, Christian ideals, I don't think that should, like, make you any less. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um this idea of like good Catholic or something, you know, it's like that's where all of it starts to get shrouded into this thing. It's not really supposed to be, um, at least for me, like my thinking. Uh, I just think it's kind of different to everybody and however you tailor your religious experience should be, it's fine. It doesn't make a difference, you know. Um, now, would you say that, would you say that people who aren't religious or don't have that that sense of a higher power and they just say they go by their moral compass do you think what do you think about that if you've got person a and person b person a does has no faith or no sense of a higher power and person b is just sort of living their life go with the flow i'm just going to go with my gut yeah i don't think you should ever like it's okay to not like organized religion, but you shouldn't where it gets scary is like not thinking there's anything like atheism. Like there's like nothing happening here other than science. Um, and like, th- again, I guess it's fine, but my personal like belief on that is like, there's something happening here like there's a reason that we're sitting here doing we're like contemplating these topics you know what I mean like and we're not like we're not the brilliant minds of our generation you know what I mean but we're still intelligent enough to sit here and talk about like these topics and discuss like we're like almost self-aware of like this thing that connects us as human beings um yeah I I, I I think you have to get comfortable with that idea in order for us to like move forward. Um, and a lot of people are probably that way without even realizing it. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, like kind of go with your gut, go with the flow. Like I'm not ruling anything out, but I don't really, you know, I've never read any kind of religious literature. Like that's okay. Like, but someone who's like very anti, like, no, we're just, you know, like we've just evolved from monkeys and that's it. Like, mm. um, I don't know. It's like, it, it, I feel like it's, 
maybe I'm the silly one thinking this way, but I just feel like it's a silly way to look at everything that there's absolutely nothing that's like external and or internal, like anything above, like just, you know, like when you just think about like consciousness, it's like the more you really like dig into that, at least for me, it's like there has to be some sort of like spiritual thing happening here. Um, there's no way that it's just X's and O's, you know? Right. Yeah, I feel the same way. And I think it, it's sort of just, I feel like if you don't have something like religion in any form or you don't believe in any kind of higher power and you are just sort of going with your gut on things, I think it's possible that you can get lost in, lost in your own judgment based on other external factors that you know maybe you're maybe you go down a path where you're doing drugs every day or something like that that's going to have an effect on your thought process with going with your gut right and I know that is a that's more of an extreme path to go down in the broad sense of things but I can see how something like religion could keep you grounded and more structured in the sense like hey maybe I shouldn't do this as much as I'm doing it, which is good for some people. Right. Right. And, and, um, yeah, I just think that all of that should just be what's right for you. Mm Because there's plenty of people that can live their whole life and have a beautiful life just going off their own. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of people who might need some either structure and support or just some kind of like spiritual finding, you know, like, um, and I just think that helps you like understand yourself more. Um, and understand like what's imp- really important to you as opposed to just like thinking that you know it's all for nothing and after this it's over you know um, yeah i think it's um i guess the last thing i'll say about it um when people say things like they don't think there's any evidence of god or or a higher power or something like that and they're like oh it's just we live, we die, that's it. My sort of take on it is like, wouldn't it be a lot cooler if there was something, right? Yeah. And that's where the faith really comes in. And that's what faith is. That's why you have faith because yeah. there's nothing right in front of you unless you're t- you're taking symbolism or signs from something like that. But there's nothing right in front of you telling you all the, every answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like going back to just like consciousness, like this idea that, when you pass away, your consciousness just shuts off and that's it. Like that's, and if you think about it like scientifically, then yeah, I guess, you know, your brain shuts off, but like consciousness to me is like deeper than just my brain working. Like there is like something happening here that I'm like aware that I'm like here, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. For me, it's just, um, it's tough to believe that that just shuts off. Like, I'm not saying reincarnation or heaven or hell or anything. I'm just saying it's hard for me to believe that someday, like, this feeling of being conscious just goes completely away. Um, and never comes back. Yeah. And then you... It's like that idea of like you come back, you know, reincarnation or whatever, you're, you live another life and you have no recollection recollection of the past life um but it's still like 
your conscious like just I don't know, man. The more I like try to gripe with it, the harder it gets to think about. Yeah. But it's just like the consciousness isn't just like dead. Like it, it has to. There's got to be something more. Yeah, there's more. Yeah, there has to be. It, whether or not you remember your time here or not, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I I think it's important to be spiritual. If for the word religion freaks you out, that's fine. But just be like, start thinking about yourself and. Don't just let it be X's and O's, you know. Find God. <laughs> that text, do you remember yeah, that text? Yeah, the Kanye text. Have you been, um, have you still been working on your, your meditation and stuff? No, I mean, I just went on that big long ramp, but I really don't do it that much anymore. Um, for, you know, it's all excuses, but, you know, I, uh, I still like I I just have not really been I kind of fell off from it. I mm-hmm. don't really know why. I mean, and like I said, I've been trying to dig myself up and out of whatever kind of slump I'm in to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm not I'm not trying to fucking beat myself up about it. Like it's a job, right? It's like I just said, all of this should just be how it works for you and what best suits you to go out into the world and like help. Mm-hmm. make it better so it's not like oh i didn't w- i didn't uh meditate today so that's a bad day or like oh i didn't pray today i'm yeah. a fucked up person you know what i mean like stuff like that but i do want to start doing it again because it was cool it's cool just to slow down i've definitely been using the principle of just like slowing down and breathing even if it's for like three minutes just like uh focus on the breath kind of you know basic level stuff yeah, and even if it's, I mean, you've tried it, you liked it, you're not staying with it now, that doesn't mean that there's not something else that could also almost replicate the same thing, but do a little better job of keeping you more engaged and yeah, wanting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Finding that, that thing that'll make you jump out of bed in the morning. It still helps, like, I do think it helped me just feel a little bit more present with stuff. and Yeah, I don't know. Forces you to slow down. Yeah, and that's... that's that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> through this, uh, you're, you're watching the journey through the podcast, but right. trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on. So it's I'd, cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a thought yesterday um, transitioning into something else. Um, not me personally, just topic wise. Okay. Um, how do you feel about using being using being young like 24 years old um as an excuse to mess up or even when we were in college like uh, oh, we can do this i'm all for that yeah um yeah because i've heard too many older people tell me that that's the way it was for them and how everything still turned out um being aware of that is weird like i don't think it's a good thing that we're so aware of that fact even though we are um but yeah, I mean, I think it's a really good way to sometimes, man, just, like, you got to cool it. Like, it's it, it'll be okay, you know? Um, I mean, and, it, it you know, it's in moderation, right? Like, you can't just be, like, hooked on drugs in your 20s, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, like, or alcohol or whatever. But it's, like, man, like, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, maybe I am not planning enough for my future right now. Um but it's like, 
I'm not super. I feel like it can help me realize like I got some time to to kind of get myself together. Mm-hmm. Um, and also for me, like I'm fortunate enough that like uh, and super blessed or uh, whatever word you want to use. Grateful. Yeah, like I, my financial situation is okay. You know, like I'm not, and I have the time to really try to fine tune like self and like think about like it's an honor to like think about the afterlife and think about all that shit we just talked about because like there's a lot of people that don't get that because they're like busting their ass you know um even to just do what you and i are doing right now yeah it's like it's it's all really cool and um but i do feel like i don't want to waste this opportunity because like i am living in a time in my life where i'm have like the wherewithal and the intelligence to like really kind of elevate myself as a person but without a ton of responsibilities like I will when I'm in my 30s like um late 20s to 30s Mm. like as far as family goes you know because I think we both are pretty family oriented so like that's not that's something we have planned right so it's like um and for me like that's kind of the threshold like not necessarily your 20s or college but like when like is that like having a kid or a family multiple kids whatever is probably like the most selfless thing you can do because like um you know you're you're kind of putting it all in on this you know being you created which is a great thing um and but in the meantime man like i think it's okay that kind of fuck up and you're just like okay well I'm 24 and I got some I guess I got a ways to go I'm still learning on the fly here mm-hmm. and there's never a point in life where life just makes sense as much as you might have thought that not you just people might have thought like growing up I know I did like okay you go to high school you go to college you get job life it makes sense you know <laughs> but family, it's like yeah but get yeah then you then you get a family and like everything just makes sense from then on out but then you retire then you die yeah but there, there's no i don't think there's ever a moment maybe once you retire and your kids are grown and uh have great jobs like if you're you know everything luck like you're blessed enough to have that work out that way like mm-hmm. maybe it makes sense then but it's like um yeah man you're just like I don't know. You're kind of just on this roller coaster to an extent. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people I look up to um, have said like, oh, yeah. Like, as I say, like something like, oh, I made a mistake like this. Like, fine, I'm spending too much money, whatever. It's like, you know, realize it's a mistake. Try to fix it. Get better at it. But that mistake, you're fucking 20 something. You know, it's not it's not abnormal for you to be doing that. So final answer, I think it's okay to use as an excuse. I gotcha. That was a long answer. Sorry. No, it was good. I think um, for me, it is nice to hear that from older people. Like if, if you have a screw up or something and, and they tell you, you're, it, that's, that's, that's a drop in the bucket when you look at your entire life. You right. know, it's, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Um, I do think it gets tricky when you just keep making that same mistake over and over again and and just using that as an excuse saying, I'm only 24, 
Oh yeah, I can do this. I can do this for yeah. two more years until I have to grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah, pushing it off, but understanding that like you got to fix it is, I feel like a big part of the, the battle with it. Mm-hmm. Not the whole battle, obviously, because you can realize there's a problem and just let it go. But yeah, I see what you're saying though. You can't just keep pushing it off. Like, okay, when I'm 26, I'll stop doing this dumb thing I do. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, fuck that. So. Cause I, I mean, I feel like I've heard that. I feel like I've seen it in the movies before. I can't, I can't call out one in specific, but like the main character, it'll start off with them in their maybe teenage years or twenty years old, something like that, and then it'll fast forward to when they're in their thirties or forties, sitting at their desk. And I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I have no idea where I'm going with this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think it's as long as you're not continually using that excuse over and over and over again and still making that same quote unquote mistake. I think it's acceptable in the, in the grand scheme of things. But I also think it's important if you're acknowledging that mistake, what better time than the present to try to fix it? Yeah. Yeah. Because Um, no tomorrow's not promised. Right. You know? Yeah. That's, that's, you got to find that balance. Right. Right. um, you can't shit all like you can't just be super pissed off that you did something because it's like it's good to remind yourself like hey man you know you're still still figuring this shit out like you you know you have this idea that maybe you should have already figured it out but it's mm-hmm. like you're still you know you're learning on the fly um, but yeah man I mean you can't wait to uh improve your life and step up to whatever next level if that means growing up for you whatever like you can't just wait on it you kind of have to do it every day or else you will get end up getting left behind and you know shit happens like yeah we everybody falls in slumps everybody i'm not saying every single day of my life i'm like waking up and figuring out how to like improve myself but you know that's something to strive for yeah what you were saying about life um or you you sort of sitting back and you see other people sort of excelling ahead of you i um i had a meeting with a rising high school senior and a retired architect yesterday to try to help the senior it's part of this pathways program where Mm -hmm. i think he's interested in in engineering of some sort yeah but he also wants it also sounds like he wants to have that outdoor environmental work Mm -hmm. um section as well so that's sort of what brought us together. But the architect was talking about how he knew somebody in his field or whatever after college, because for architecture, it's a lot longer than just four years. Right. You know, because at tech, it was a five-year program. And then you go in and then you're you're at the bottom. You're at the bottom of the totem pole for that firm or wherever you go, depending yeah. on your your skills and stuff like that. But he was, the architect was saying, it's the guy he knew, he had a lot of friends who graduated in four years or whatever, and and they graduate making really good money. And at the time, right after the architect graduated, he was making less than everybody else. Right. And he was, he was having those thoughts of what am I doing? Mm -hmm. I'm making my friends over here are making really great money and I'm over here doing this and working. It feels like I'm working a lot harder. Yeah. And then he brought up the fact of, well, think of where you're going to be in, 15 or 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. Your ceiling is most likely a lot higher than where 
your your peers are because with architecture you could go to, you could have your own firm yeah do yeah, it yeah, retire yeah. and then after that you could still draw plans out for it. you could still yeah. design things as your own business and and the biggest thing especially for like that is just find something that you actually have some passion in and like yeah your first job might not be that but man that's more important than anything because if you go to it doesn't have to be like your absolute dream scenario but some kind like be able to find some that's a skill in itself be able to find it in in even a job that you don't like um or a scenario that you don't like like being able to find some passion and some drive in there can be really hard you know um but uh yeah he he ended up telling me his buddy ended up, he made like two million last year. Right. So it's like yeah. where you were, however long ago, you were thinking, man, yeah. is this really going to be worth it? So I think in situations like that, because I think what brought that up was the rising senior is he's strong and with his faith, and he's I think he's required to take a a missionary trip, which could be hmm. x amount of time, mm-hmm. and he was trying to figure out when he should do that. If he should do it after high school, right. after college, or when would be the best time for that? So he was like, am I going to be set back if I do my undergrad, take that trip, all my other friends are out living and working, and then say I decide to go into the architecture or, or whatever it is he decides to do, how that would set him back. Um, it would, I mean, it would probably feel that way, right? Because... In, in that moment. Yeah, but at the same time, like what you're saying, but also like, if you spent those two years or whatever, like how um like enlightened and maybe spiritually ahead you have gotten whereas if you're sitting doing corporate work for two years yeah you'll have way more money in the bank but you know where do you you got to weigh things out it's like did that how did that feel you know to, Mm -hmm. to sit and do corporate work for two years as opposed to go out and do something like a mission trip or whatever um if that's what you're into, obviously, yeah. I would say everybody needs to do a mission trip. No, but but even um, even at school, my buddy Jeremy, he he had to do a fifth year because of his co-op, right? And he that was two fall football seasons. I mean, he got to come back for games and stuff like that. Yeah. But that was a big chunk. That was a risk he was taking. Yeah, because I remember when he was first trying to figure out figure it out if he was going to do it or not. You know, because there there are options to weigh out. But yeah, and and where does um. And, like, I'm not, this isn't, like, a judgmental or, like, anything. It's, like, where does that weigh? Like, where do you weigh your college experience versus this real-world experience that you're getting? Um, so you just have to weigh it out. It's, like, it's up to you to, mm-hmm. to figure out, like, where um, where am I weighing this stuff? How Like, how much am I worrying about the right now and these experiences and how much am I worrying about the experiences after i get out of here so right it's just all a game you know yeah it's all shit you got to figure out which is super tough decision especially when you're a fucking kid man mm-hmm. like just determining the weight of all of that shit is but um the thing that's weird about that is like i don't it's not a good idea to weigh one more than the other just because that's what somebody told you you should be doing you know um but, you know, at the end of the day, you it's probably a good decision either way. You're on a path. Yes. Sort of just to circle back that conversation. Yeah. You're, you're, you're on a path. And the decision you make 
is going to be a good one because Mm -hmm. you, as long as it's your decision, like this is what I weighed out. This is what I want out of this. I'm taking this route. It'll be, and you have to, you know, kind of let go and realize that you got to trust yourself because it's going to look like the wrong decision, no matter what you do. Like in the case of Jeremy, right? Like, you're missing this football season. So obviously in that moment, it's going to be like, fuck, I shouldn't have done this. But it's also like when you're out and you have that experience and shit, it's going to be like, okay, yeah, like this was, this was good. <laughs> like, I'm glad right. I did this. You know, the grass is always greener. It's yeah, like, that's right. That's super cliche, but super true. It's like, you got to trust yourself, man, on stuff like that. All the way, you know, when you're in high school, like picking colleges and or like that kid you were talking about. You got to trust it's the right decision. Those second guesses are always going to be there. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I mean, and it's always going to seem like, oh, my God, I made, like, I fucked this up, you know, but it's like, that's just true in anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, man. Decisions are, like, that's what being alive is, or a big part of it, you know, just making decisions and weighing out, like, I mean, every day you wake up and go to work, you decide, like, that's a choice. You Mm -hmm. decided to do that. Everybody got choices. Yeah. Shout out E40. With that being said, you got anything else to touch on today? No, I think I'm choosing to wrap Let's it up. go. Let's go. Good Friday's episode 36. 36. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget to like us on whatever you're listening on. Yeah. Give us a five-star rating. Pretty No please. DMs from the Apple people, huh? Nobody wants my fucking Apple I offer. I guess not. That's a shame, dude. I guess not. <laughs> Maybe next, maybe this week. It's it stands until it happens. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, good this radio. A good one, good yeah. radio. It should be good this week. Yes, yes, yes. It's always good. It's always good. That's true. Um, but yeah, thanks, thanks everybody. Love you guys. Peace.